This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. We're talking travel. I'm Jane Klein. Sally Lucas joining us again today. Hello, Sally. Hi, Jane. How are you? Absolutely fine. And where are we off to? We're off to Vietnam. Oh, how nice. And I think you'd have fond memories of that. That wasn't that long ago, was recent it, that you memories. were there? Very More nice More recently indeed. than me. I'd love to go back, actually. It's it's one of those, I don't know, they call you know, Vanuatu one of the friendliest countries in the world, but I still think of Vietnam as very much the same, very friendly, a land of smiles, you know, a land of happy people, and really a very safe country to travel to. And we all worry these days about safety in areas where we're going. But And the food, of course, is, is just to die for. And just to, to quote a quote from James Michener before I start, he said on one of his little sayings, if you reject the food, ignore the customs, fear the religion and avoid the people, you may as well stay at home. Thank you, James Michener. Exactly, and I think that's very valid in today's um, you know, terms as well as when he was around also. But yes, Vietnam, I mean, it's quite amazing how it has brought us into the world of Vietnam. We, we didn't travel there probably until, what, 10 so years ago before people really started going. So it's all been a really recent surge of people going into Vietnam. And Vietnam Airlines, you know, introduced a service. They had one a week, you know, when they first flight in there. And they're still the only one that operates a direct service. But now they've got eight flights a week between Sydney and Melbourne. So that shows you how it has grown. And it's a beautiful place and it's got so much to offer. I mean, you look at Hanoi, which is the capital, and of course it's got so many influences there um, from the French and all the different people that have been there. And I just I just loved um, Hanoi. I liked the, you know, the lake and the parks and the shopping, you know, the streets, each street name for what it sold, whether it be Silk Street or, you know, Lantern Street or whatever. So they have a street that you, you buy specific things from. And I love that as well. And and the fur, that beautiful soup or broth, if you like to call it, that you just keep adding to. And it's, you know, you have all this wonderful, fresh... I can always remember one restaurant we went to. The bean sprouts were so crunchy and so fresh. But the little ladies who prepared them had cut all the little ends off. Can you imagine sitting down and cutting all the ends off? Because they didn't consider that as tasty as the actual shoot itself. So, you know, and then you had your little bowls of fresh basil, coriander, chilli, and you could have a plain broth or you could add meat to it or chicken or fish and... Everyone on street corners sells fur and everyone's sitting there on the sidewalk on their little stools, you know, eating this wonderful concoction. And the food there is so beautiful and, and so wonderful. Then you've got the treasure of Halong Bay, of course, which, which is, you know, World Heritage listed with its fabulous limestone pinnacle peaks and the sail amongst Not far there. from Hanoi, either. No, well, it's what, about three, three hours roughly from Hanoi by road. Um, when I was there, the road was still not quite so good, but I believe it's all sealed now, um, yes, which makes fine. it a lot better. And then, of course, where you went, Jane, which I didn't manage to get to, which is supposed to be very interesting, is Sapa to the north. Um, I've heard, and I don't know whether this is right or not, you could maybe um, correct me on this, that not to go there on weekends, it gets a bit kitschy, that there's a lot of couples and Vietnamese weddings and all that sort of thing happens on weekends. So if you go up there, they suggest for the, us, Westerners, that you may be better to go on weekdays. I don't know whether that is still true. I think I wasn't there on the weekend either, so no, I think so that's probably go. very good advice. Yes, very I mean, colourful. Well, I believe so, and the girls in the office that have been there as well said the colour is amazing, and of course you're bordering on China and those areas, so you've got far more different influences as well. And then, of course, you've got Dalat, Dalat rather, in the, in the centre, which is a, a hillside. Of course, a lot of Vietnam is quite 
flat, as we know, and it, but it's got this one long coastline, like this really narrow, long strip of land. So your seafood is amazing there for those reasons as well. And then, of course, as you come down from Hanoi, you, you know, you can go north to Sapa, Halong Bay, as we said, come down and you can do Wei, which is on the Perfume River. Um, you've got uh, Hui An, which is wonderful. And if you do the um, the drive over the High Van Pass, that's a lovely drive to do to get down to, to Hui An if you want to do that by um, road instead of flying, you know, all the way into Da Nang. Um, Hui An is, is fascinating. I mean, it's famous for its tailoring. The Japanese covered bridge um, is wonderful. And again, all the influences there. And if you get up really early in the morning, I think it was about five we cycled in, we were staying a bit out of town, all the women run the fish markets. There's not a male to be seen. And it's quite incredible. The men do the fishing, but the women run the markets. And it's quite amazing to see these really genuine markets. And then, of course, you can go further down and go to Nha Trang if you want a little bit of a beachside relaxation and Ho Chi Minh City, which, of course, is all noise, bustle, etc. And that's your sort of entry down into the Mekong Delta, um, the Coochie Tunnels where they, they fought the war underground. The guerrilla war was, you know, where they were hiding in the Coochie Tunnels, which is quite amazing as well. And the markets there are fantastic, the Bentan markets. And there's good shopping in Ho Chi Minh as well. But the food, the shopping, uh, the people, um, it's just really a fascinating and lovely country to travel to and very safe. So just thought we'd have a little chat about that today and encourage people maybe to go and enjoy Vietnam. A country on the move. Absolutely. To NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. Thanks to our sponsor, Travel World on King, Sally Lucas. Added extras. Aha. What does that conjure up? Oh, all sorts of things. Uh, an extra bag? <laughs> or an extra bag carrier. Ah, not a bad idea. <laughs> and I'll just go with another little quote before we start from Marcel Rather Proust. The real voyage of discovery consists not in seeking new landscapes, but in having new eyes. Now, I thought that was very good as well. And we do have to go with very open eyes and minds, I think, when we travel, don't we? We do. We learn so much more. Oh, it's a wonderful thing to do. It is. And when we're saying added extras, we're just meaning that when you travel to a country, sometimes there's lots of little things you can purchase here before you go that aren't all that expensive that will make that journey, again, what we're trying to say, more enjoyable, less hassle-free, etc., which is what we want. So if you went to London, for example, you've got a London visitor travel card, which is for use on the um, underground metro and, and the red bus line right and you can get a, a, a three-day pass or a seven-day pass and one's just for two zones which is just the city area or one covers seven zones or six zones rather which would take you out to Heathrow and so on so that's something you can purchase the only thing with that though is you do have to have a date on that Okay, so if that didn't suit you, this is something new. They've introduced what they call an oyster card. Maybe the world is your oyster, if that's what they're meaning. But this oyster card is um, just got a value on a preloaded value of either £10 or £15. And you can top that up at any tube station, um, oyster ticket stops and London travel information centres. And you're only paying for the travel that you take. And you can just, no date restrictions, and you just pay as you go and can reuse it and you can top it up. So that's just an interesting new thing that's been introduced to London. Now, when you get to Paris, for example, you've got a similar system. You've got your Paris Visite transport card. And again, you've got um, zones 1 to 3 or 1 to 6. 1 to 3, again, your main city area. 1 to 6 will take in, for example, Versailles, um, Disneyland, 
Charles de Gaulle Airport, so you could use it from arrival. And the other good thing with the Paris Physique card, it gives you lots of privileges and discounts on other attractions as well. So it's certainly worth considering. Um, another one is the Paris Museum card, and that was great. I use that as well. And whether it be the Louvre or the Arc de Triomphe or the Georges Pompidou Centre, but and you don't have to queue. You go to the front of the queue, you've got your pass. So on some of these attractions, you do, as you probably know, Jane, there are quite long queues sometimes, particularly in the busier months, to get into some of these things. And just getting back to England for a minute too, You've got that Heritage Pass too, which lets you into all the stately homes and gardens, which is a wonderful thing to do if you're driving around. You have that pass. Again, no queuing, one-up fee, and that covers all your entrance fees to as many stately homes, castles and gardens as you want to go through. And, of course, in both Britain and Europe, you've got your Brit Rail and your Euro. Again, another wonderful way of travelling around. And even now in Hong Kong, they've got an octopus card. <laughs> Not an oyster card, but an octopus. We're going staying with the sea varieties here, the marines. But, again, it's a similar system which lets you have, you know, various travel arrangements, discounts at certain shops. It can be topped up again, etc. So just always inquire now when you're going, you know, is there some sort of an added extra card I can get when I arrive? And a lot of these major cities have the hop-on, hop-off bus, which, again, is a wonderful way of orientating yourself for the first time in a city. And you, you, with London, it's 24 hours, and you can use that from whenever you get on and just hop on and off all the routes as many times as you like. Um, and in Italy, I think theirs is actually a, theirs for two days. They can get a two-day hop-on, hop-off bus. Paris has got one as well. Most cities do, New York and so on. So just inquire all the time. Don't think just air ticket. Think, what can I buy to enhance the holiday and to make it easier for me to get to see the city or the surrounding areas that I want to see? And it's a wonderful way of just making sure that you don't miss out and, you know, you don't have to queue. And we, as we've mentioned before, theatre bookings, please consider those. You can book them in Australia. We have access travel agents to do that for you. So if it's an important show, you know, that you really don't want to miss out on, you've only got three days in New York or London, whatever, you're much better to, to pre-book. But added extras. Added extras, adding value to your holiday. And we'll be talking travel again next week, next Friday, after the 1 o'clock news. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. On 2NURFM 103.7.